It was 11.39 at night when the Titanic's lookout shouted, Iceberg! Right ahead! Swift action on the bridge to reduce speed and change the ship's course didn't help. And you already know how the story ends. Since then, we've regarded what happened to Titanic as a -a once-in-a-lifetime event. Is it, though? The Titanic sank in 1912. Forget about fancy GPSs or weather satellites. At the time, ships were responsible for warning each other about the location of icebergs. Like a, hey man, trust me on this situation. Then the Titanic disaster happened. To call it a disaster is an understatement. So specialists felt the need to form an organization to avoid this kind of accident happening again. That's why, a year later, they created the International Ice Patrol, or IIP for short. Up to this day, this group has been responsible for giving ships advanced warnings about ice threats. IIP improved their methods over the years, from ship reports and aircraft patrols to satellite images. Recently, they've also been using oceanographic buoys. Floating devices providing real-time information about ocean conditions up to 164 feet below the surface to predict the potential drift of icebergs. Luckily, IIP is doing an excellent job in reducing ship iceberg collisions. But don't get too comfortable, because even the most advanced detection equipment can't entirely avoid an unfortunate situation. Between 1980 and 2005, there were 57 incidents involving vessels and icebergs. And the chilling truth is that today's ships are more likely to run into an iceberg than the Titanic was. Studies have shown that 1,038 icebergs crossed the area where the Titanic sank back in 1912. You might think that's a lot, but scientists say it's not really a big deal. I mean, yeah, it's on the higher side, But there have been 14 years with even more iceberg activity since then. Nowadays, the number of icebergs is going up due to the accelerated melting of Greenland's glaciers. And since more ships are heading into polar waters, the chances of ships bumping into icebergs are higher. But the real danger for captains is invisible enemies, called growlers and bergy bits. Growlers are these small icebergs that can be the size of a regular door. And bergy bits are also considered small, measuring around the size of a school bus. These icebergs might seem harmless, but they're actually tricky since they can be completely invisible to radars or satellites. Let's see what happens when a modern cruise ship as big as the Titanic hits one of these small icebergs. Meet the Norwegian Sun, a luxurious cruise ship like Titanic as it has the capacity to accommodate 2,400 passengers and more than 900 crew members. On July 2022, this cruise ship was on its way to Hubbard Glacier in Alaska when it found itself in the middle of a dense fog. Suddenly, passengers felt an impact and were terrified as the ship experienced a severe jolt. The fog immediately cleared and they realized what had happened. The Norwegian sun had collided with an iceberg of the growler type. But the outcome was entirely different from Titanic. Thankfully, there were no injuries, and both the passengers and staff reached the Alaskan docks safely. Expert divers checked the condition of the boat, and they discovered that the ship had suffered some damage after the collision. So the rest of the trip was canceled.
Now, don't stress about packing for your next trip across the Atlantic, because accidents like the one with the Norwegian sun are really rare. I mean, it's common for ships to encounter ice, but what's unusual is for it to be a problem. Most modern cruise ships wouldn't get physically damaged by an iceberg, and there's a reason for that. You see, the steel used in the Titanic also played a significant role in the disaster. The unsinkable ship, after all, was not so impact-resistant. Back then, the Titanic's hull was constructed using around 2,000 steel plates, which are believed to have been produced in an open-heart furnace. As a result, the steel contained a high concentration of phosphorus, oxygen, and sulfur. High levels of these elements make steel brittle at low temperatures, causing it to fail upon impact. While the steel used on the Titanic was of the highest quality available at the time, it wouldn't meet the safety standards of modern ships, and it was approximately 10 times less safe than what today's vessels use. But the most significant difference between the design of the Titanic and a modern ship lies in how the hull is put together. You see, the Titanic was built using over 3 million rivets for its hull and upper deck structure. So, when it struck the iceberg, the rivets started a chain reaction, causing the entire section of the hull to collapse simultaneously, causing an uncontrollable flood of water. In contrast, modern ships use a method called submerged arc welding, which fuses the edges of metal pieces together, creating a strong and continuous bond. This is safer because if any part of the ship gets damaged, the tear doesn't spread, making things worse. The damage remains contained within that section. Okay, so small icebergs are becoming more common, and vessels have been adapted to deal with them. But there's still one more scenario to consider. What if a huge cruise ship hit an iceberg the size of a five-story building? Imagine we've just created the world's largest cruise ship on the planet. Um, let's call it the Bright Seaside. <laughs> Our floating resort is massive, four times the size of the Statue of Liberty. It's longer than the Titanic by 318 feet and carries about three times more passengers and crew. And just like the Titanic, our fictional ship can cruise at a top speed of around 23 knots. Now, picture this scenario. The bright seaside is cruising at full speed in freezing waters. It's the middle of the night, and the captain doesn't realize that all the iceberg detecting equipment on board isn't functioning. It stopped working three days ago. It's very foggy out there, and the lookout also fails to spot a 45-foot-tall iceberg. If that whole situation played out, and the ship smacked into the iceberg head-on, well, it could potentially lead to a sinking. But you can see how unlikely that is, right? That's why experts are quite confident in saying that ice isn't likely to sink modern cruise ships. It's also worth mentioning that safety measures have improved a lot since Titanic. A modern large vessel can take days to sink, which provides enough time to keep everyone safe. Crews are definitely better prepared to handle evacuation procedures, and passengers should also go through safety training before cruising. I know, I know, it is annoying to do that when all you want to do is drink a lemonade or some other beverage by the pool. But, you know, all these safety tips are what saved the MS Explorer from becoming a modern Titanic. You see, back in 2007, all 154 people on board this Antarctic cruise ship managed to get into lifeboats after the ship hit an iceberg. 
Now, imagine their panic as they waited for help for four hours. The crew did an excellent job in keeping everybody safe, no doubt. But a report that came out two years later said that the MS Explorer accident had happened because of the inexperience of the captain, who had pushed the ship too fast into a wall of ice in the freezing waters of Antarctica. That means that no matter how much tech a ship's got or how fancy its materials are, if you've got a careless captain and a crew that doesn't know how to handle an iceberg hit, yep, a disaster similar to Titanic could happen again. But hey, you shouldn't stress over it. Trust the professionals and keep in mind the odds. In the last 30 years, the MS Explorer was the only cruise ship that sank thanks to an iceberg. And everyone survived. So kick back and enjoy your sea vacation. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.